0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Earlier this year, the tech giant Amazon, of course, opened their first big Irish fulfillment centre in Baldonnell in County Dublin. It stores millions of products, which are then shipped to customers on the island of Ireland, cutting down a wait time. Most of them up to now would have had to come from the UK. There are 500 workers at the site and Talks technology correspondent, Jess Kelly, has been out there to see it all working for herself. And she joins me now. Jess, anyone who has driven along the Nace Road, as I do twice a day, would have seen this giant warehouse uh, just beyond Casement Aerodrome is where it is. I mean, give us a- an idea of the scale of the unit.
1: Yeah. And after seeing it up close, Kieran, I feel the term warehouse doesn't quite do it justice. It's 680,000 square feet, which is nine football fields back to back. So it is massive. I, being me, obviously went to the wrong entrance. So I had to walk around the building. So I got a full 360 view and so many steps that reinforced just how big it is. But I remember talking to you on the day the plant opened on the hard shoulder. And one of the questions we had was, what exactly is a fulfillment center? So that was the first thing I asked Dara Kennedy Kelly, who is the general manager when I arrived.
2: Essentially, this is the building where we house all the wonderful products that our customers can order each day. We bring our products in from multiple different sources, we store them here, and then we pack and ship them out to our customers. Ireland's a really important market for what Amazon does and Northern Ireland. It's about speed and supporting our customers, so over the next number of months, some of your customer orders will come from here, some will come from other areas outside of the, the Dublin side as well, but it's about speed and supporting our customers with that aspect. The model that, that Amazon uses really is how can we place some of our available items closer to your home. In the background, our systems just look at maybe previous buying patterns, what we think customers would like to purchase, and if we have the opportunity then to store that locally here in this particular fulfillment centre, it means that if you order it, you will get it quicker to your home. So there's a number of aspects to it, but ultimately it's about trying to understand what the consumer will wish to purchase in the future and have it here in advance.
0: Oh, so that's interesting, Jess. There's not just a, a, a stock or set list of items that just arrive every week or two weeks or every month.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's based on data. So very often those in the tech world will talk about big data and the value of the information that's generated by users and customers. And not only does that big data identify trends in terms of what has been popular in the past, but they can also predict what's likely to be popular. And that then dictates what comes into this Irish warehouse. I was given the opportunity to go out onto the main floor. And if you were to walk all of the tracks around it, it adds up to over 12 kilometers. So I got to see the items arrive in. I unpacked some of them and then I got to pack an order. And one thing that I noticed while I was there, which was really interesting, is that not all of the same type of items are stored together and by that I mean say there's 500 units of a particular Paw Patrol toy not all 500 of those are placed on the one section of the building and that's so that the pickers can find them in an area close to where they are because this building is set across five different floors so rather than having to walk the 12 kilometres there's usually an item nearby to where you are. Okay,
0: sorry explain this to me in more detail so imagine an order comes in and it's a few random things I don't know that the two toothbrush and a light bulb and a few art supplies or something like Mm -hmm. that. I mean, they're they're utterly disconnected, but they're all what, within hands reach, arms reach of a picker?
1: Yeah. And this is where the technology comes in. So I was like a kid in a candy store here. So as I walked around, I was noticing little QR codes on all of the shelves. The shelves are called bins and then there's boxes which are called totes. And I met with Corin Brady, who's one of the area managers, and he took me through the picking process.
3: Well like when every picker comes in in the morning or (laughs) for the start of their shift they grab a scanner and then they log themselves in and it'll basically tell them uh, where to go so obviously we're broken up into five different floors and then different kind of sections Uh, everything is labeled with a number so they know exactly where to go Um, and then like I was saying earlier the process pad is also there so whether it's like singles or multis or whatever they have that as well basically then uh, first thing you do is just scan a tote and then It'll tell you the location, it'll tell you the item. There's a picture as well which can help them. So if um, do you know, they don't know what they're looking for just by the title, they can kind of maybe compare with the picture as well.
1: So we have to now go to a particular location and get this particular paperback for this particular customer. Yep. Awesome, let's go. Yep.
3: Each bin has its own like unique identifier mm-hmm. and then obviously that matches up with the number that's on the screen. So you find the one you're looking for, which is here. You scan the QR code, and then it'll tell you to inspect and scan the item. So uh, the customer, or sorry, the picker will find the item that they're looking for, which is this book mm-hmm. in this case. And then we do our six-sided check. So we basically have a look at the item, make sure that there's no damage um, on every side of it. And then once we're happy with it, that there is no damage, then you just scan the item, and it comes up saying that the item is picked, and just to put it into your tote, and then. Also, we then just re-scan the tote so that we're sure that it's in the right tote. Because once that gets sent down to pack, if it's in the wrong tote, for example, and they scan the tote, the item is going to be missing. So in this case, it just makes sure that we have the right item and we know where it is.
0: Jess, dare mm-hmm. I suggest that this all sounds very primitive in a way. I mean, you know, you can call them bins and totes and have QR codes, but it's still just kind of people picking things off shelves and posting them. Or there no robots.
1: I'm so sad to tell you, Kieran, that there were no robots. Now, we can't underestimate how impressive the scanner technology is. But I was there at the site for two or three hours. And what I saw were human beings on different floors, and they all had at least one one piece of tech with them. So as I said there, the the hand pickers had the, the scanners those who are packaging up the the orders had workstations and scanners and monitors with them. And what's cool about the workstations for the packers is they scan the items and the system will know what size packaging is required for this particular item. So that then means that there's no wasteful packaging. You're not gonna get a paintbrush in a huge big box. It's all gonna be automated and everybody has the tech there to kind of guide them. They then place the item onto the belt and it just gets shipped out. So there's huge elements of automation and clever uh, technology on site, but the human beings are what gets the job done.
0: Well, you mentioned the human beings, and I know Amazon has have come under fire in other countries for the working conditions of those human beings.
1: Yeah, this is something that I asked about because it is an, an issue of serious concern. We know that Amazon is a US company and from what I saw and what I was told, and I did speak to a number of the workers there, the Irish base is a different kettle of fish. There's a mix of employees working in managerial roles, in HR, in health and safety and so on, alongside the hourly workers. The starting hourly rate for this facility in Dublin is €13.50. And I asked the general manager, Dara Kelly, about working in this facility against the backdrop of some of those stories you alluded to. And he said that Amazon sought to hire locally for this facility. And over the last 18 months, they've hired and trained their staff, but they also continue to give upskilling and further education opportunities to staff, regardless of whether they are the hourly workers or full-time contractors.
2: If you're asking what you will see locally, we're just starting now with this new warehouse fulfillment development that we've placed in Dublin and from this on we can grow into those territory of faster delivery speeds and you're quite right I got the opportunity to live in Manchester for six months with Amazon and you'd say in day delivery and it's really useful at times the weather could be really bad and you may not be able to get out Um, but that is something that we will be building towards in in the long term
1: That leads me to the question that I'm sure you're fed up being asked but I'm contractually obliged to ask it Is Amazon.ie on the way?
2: So you're asking a question that I get asked probably on a daily or weekly basis, um, not just from your own colleagues, but from many friends and family. And right now, unfortunately, I have nothing to share with you. Um, it's something that's not in, in our control. You know, our role, as you'll see today, is really to get those, those packages home to you. But if anything does come up in the future, we'll certainly let you know.
0: Yes, yeah, Dara Kelly, the general manager of the plant in Badonna, there. Actually, talked about uh, drone delivery systems and whether we're going to see them uh, being rolled out across the country uh, in the near future. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent. Jess, thank you very, very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.